Welcome to the mortgage game. I truly, truly believe that building a mortgage business, a successful one is like playing a game. There's winners, there's losers, there's certain things you try. Some of us are playing checkers while others are playing chess. I've had the ability to coach and mentor hundreds of mortgage brokers. I myself built a very nice business. So now I want to distill all that information, all the things I've learned from that and bring it directly to you in a simple to understand way. I hope you enjoy. Good morning. Welcome to the Mortgage Game Podcast. I'm a little under the weather. Not going to lie. It's okay. You power through. You tell your kids to do it, right? So you power through. You do it. The least I can do is sit here in my truck drinking a coffee and do a podcast. That's that's a good life. That's the downside. Uh, okay, let's get into it. Before we do, so we're going to go over a couple things today. Today is a punch you in the gut day. Um, I'm going to share with you a story. Before I get into that, the Starbucks I go to all the time, it's, they're pretty friendly. There's always like, hey, in the service industry, there's always going to be some people that are having bad days, but then it seems like they always have bad days, whatever. There's always like a couple rock stars that stand out in your day-to-day interactions when you go through your travels. And so there's this one kid and he's got to be probably, I don't know, mid-20s, early 20s, mid-20s. And he's just, you can just tell whatever he's going to do in life. He's going to do really well. And it's because he's so consistent in his communication with people and acknowledging people. And he's so genuine. And he looks at you when he speaks, looks you in the eye, uh, welcomes you, says, have a great weekend, uses your name. Mine's Jennifer. That's what I order under my wife's account. So everyone, Starbucks calls me uh, Jenny from the block or Jen. Um, so have a good day, Jen. Have a good right? <laughs> so it's kind of funny, but... He's very consistent. And so I remember my wife, she was uh, executive recruitment and in Toronto and they and Calgary before that. And they used to, they would go in a service-based industry when you're looking for people to hire people into companies to help take care of clients. They would always start in the restaurant industry. And it was because those people, they earned their money through tips. They could not just be assholes and, you know, put shirts on a rack at a store in a mall and think that they're serving clients. They literally, that's how they fed themselves. And so they would, the people that they always hired from the service industry and they would train them up. They took people with no experience from the service industry that their head screwed on straight that had those pieces like this kid does from Starbucks. I'm like, man, that's what a lot of us need to do in our mortgage business. Like you don't need to hire someone with experience. You can train them up. You can't change someone just those internal, I don't know what you call it, but their responses to people, their instincts, how they react to people, the empathy they have, uh, what do they do when no one's looking? How do they treat people? Do they treat them how they want to be treated? Do they, are they just feel like generally good people you want to be around and they generally care about the, the customer and the client? This kid does. Like he's not faking it. Most people are faking it. This is a kid that I would hire or go, what are you doing? I've done this before many times for the mortgage business going, hey, I'm looking like, what are you doing? What are your plans to summer? What are you doing? Are you interning anywhere? Do you want like, let me, let's sit down and I'll have a chat about what we do. Like, let's chat a little bit more about you. There's an untapped market there for people that take care of clients all, all day long and pull them into your business to help take care of your clients. And then you train them up. So anyways, that's why I share that's not what today was about. This is just something I just experienced and leading into that 
Today's podcast is brought to you by Kleenex and Americano. Kleenex is a sponsor just this week, okay? So I might have to give them some shout-outs here. Just letting you know. Uh, okay, so we're going to talk about, we're going to go right to the punch in the gut stuff. Before I do that, I'm going to go, I lied. We're going to tell a story. So me and my wife, and this leads exactly into what we're talking about today. Me and my wife, we caught an Uber, Uber-ish type thing. I forget what they're called here. Uh, we have an Uber and something else. So we caught that to go downtown for a date night. And we get in, car pulls up, pull in the car, probably a 50, 55-year-old East Indian man. Um, his name was Amonal. Amonal, sorry, I'm butchering that. Amonal, if you're listening. That's what I'm calling you for this. You know who you are, but I love you. Uh, and I apologize. So we pull in. His car's pristine. Very friendly guy. What kind of music do you want? I don't know. What, what kind of music do you like? I'll call him a ball. Uh, whatever. Whatever you want. Okay, well, do you have country? Throw that on. Okay, sure. Boom. Country. Okay, that's cool. Morgan Wallen. Sweet. Going to his concert in a couple weeks. That's great. Love it. Thank you. Starts asking questions. And then one of his questions after chit-chat is, do you like Mexican food? <laughs> I look at my wife. <laughs> I don't know where this is going. Do you like Mexican food? You got to understand, we're in this pristine, very clean, what's called Uber. Uber, 50 to 55-year-old East Indian man named Amal, who's talking to us, and which I love. That's great. Um, asking if I like Mexican food. I'm like, yeah, I like Mexican food. Where, where are we going with this? <laughs> That's kind of what I said. Like, what's going on here? And he's like, well, I'm opening a Mexican restaurant. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, where? He's like, over blah, blah, blah. I go, I know that area. Yeah, we're by there all the time. He's like, so you like Mexican? I'm like, yeah, I love Mexican. I said, what kind? He tells me the kind of restaurant. I said, great. He goes, why don't you give me your name and phone number? And I'll text you when we're open and you guys come in for a free meal. I was like, whoa, ninja move. Cool. So what do you think? I said, yeah, let's do it. So we're driving still, right? So what do you think he does? Do you think he pulls out fancy CRM? Do you think he pulls out this automation thing to kick in? And all of a sudden I'm entering, I'm logging into some portal and I'm doing this and that. No, he gives me a piece of paper literally like been torn out of a book <laughs> and it's got other people's names and numbers on it that he's been driving around and i'm like oh my god you are freaking amazing so i put my name down put my phone number and i go who are these other people already knowing the answer i believe those are people i drive today and i said okay when does the restaurant open? He's like, in two weeks. I said, okay. Are you doing Uber? He's like, me and my family just moved here. I said, okay. I said, why are you doing the Uber? Like, was this something you did before you moved here? Now you're just doing it like you have some downtime? He goes, no, I don't have downtime. He goes, but it's a way for us to meet people and get the word out about my restaurant. Oh, my God. And I'm like, so do you have sheets of paper like this with names on it from every time you ride? He's like, yeah. I go, how often do you ride? He goes, I try to do 12 hours a day. I'm like, wow, wow. He's getting paid to market his restaurant. Like, 
mind blown. I'm, I love marketing, so I'm geeking out here. I'm going, okay. But like anything in sales, tell, he, he's doing the number one thing all small business owners need to do, including you, Yahoo's listening. You need to tell people what you do for a living. That is your job, is to tell people what you do. He's telling me what he does. And then part two of that is the execution, the follow-up, right? Without that, it dies. You'll still get some stuff out of that, but it dies. Because I actually forgot about it. Sorry, this, let me see if I can mute this. I don't know if I can. There's probably a way. No, we're going to have to power through. Kleenex, brought to you by Kleenex. I apologize. It is what it is, kids. It's one of those days. And Americano. Sorry, we got to dig in there. So this gentleman is past 50, has swallowed his ego, put his ego aside, said, I'm going to drive Uber. I'm going to have a pristine car. Because if this car was messy, I'd be like, instantly, I'd be like, well, your restaurant's probably going to. He's like, no, no, no. My restaurant's like this. This is my car. It's engaging. What do you want? Like, I can already tell the experience I'm going to have at the restaurant. And it's not a sit-down restaurant. It's one of the ones where you go in and it's like a, like a chorizo type thing. Where it's like every bowl is like 12, 15 bucks, like a taco bowl, place like that, right? It's not, not even like high end where he's making killer money. It's like 12, 14 dollar dishes, right? So he has this list. He's getting paid to drive around. People are, pay, I'm paying him money to tell me about his business. <laughs> Just saying that aloud is freaking awesome. Love this guy. I'm all, I love you. So then I get a text Hey, Ryan, I'm all here. From Uber, whatever it is, we're opening a restaurant this weekend. Please come on by, come get me, meals on me. You and your family, bring your family in. Great them all, couldn't make it down, couldn't make it down. Just so happens it's right beside my gym. So I went there, maybe two weeks after they opened. I went there for lunch by myself. I pop in, it's busy. Probably 10 people in line. It's busy, good for him, awesome, love it. I look in the back. I wasn't going to, and hey, I'm not going to take him up on this deal. Like, buy me. No, I don't need that. I'm all, God bless you, man. Love you, <laughs> what you're doing. I don't need the bowl. I, I will gladly pay you the money. And if it's good, I will come back and I will tell more people. That's the deal I have, right? I don't need things from you. I will just tell people about your stuff. I will support your business. Um, I look in the back. His wife, I believe, is running the till. Maybe not. Maybe it looks like a family run thing. He's in the back doing dishes. Right, I can see him doing dishes. I didn't tell him to come out. Um, that whole experience, I had it eight out of ten. I'll go back. So he was hustling his ass off to tell people what he did. Followed up with the text to come in for a free meal for my family, and it's really he's going to net out three to five bucks on that dish. So he's hoping I come once or twice a month, and he's going to make ten to twenty, thirty dollars a month off me. Crazy crazy so i see that and this leads into what i'm talking about today i see a mall in his journey and what he's doing and i'm like i get tingles thinking about that experience because i'm all knocked it out of the park he did everything he needed to do all the shit that people tell you to do but no one wants to do and we have an easier path to make a lot more money right we have clients that we can make three four five thousand more per transaction and None of those transactions close unless we start a conversation somewhere. So your only goal is to start conversations. 
prospect, 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 and then prospect some more. The simplest, simplest business plan to prospect is to start conversations. I'm going to give you a very easy way to do it, and I'm going to give you something to say to your family. Okay, very powerful. Voice memos. This isn't what you say to your family. This is what you do. Those have been in my world, in the Instagram boot camps, or running accountability groups, wherever we call them. We're going to transition them to boot camps. Boot camps. You're in the academy. You're listening to this podcast. You know we do opens. Opens are you start conversations with people who aren't expecting them, and you can do them through LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram, or through your phone, right? It's a voice memo. You click the little microphone and you leave a thirty to forty-five second thing, introducing yourself, reintroducing yourself, reconnecting with someone. Telling them what you do, saying hi, complimenting their profile, complimenting on something they posted, and you carry on. And you do five of those a day, which is Mickey Mouse, like Mickey frickin' mouse stuff. And that'll take you 10 to 15 minutes a day to do to do some research and then do it. Let's call it 50. Should be doing 10. You do that for six months. It's 900 conversations or 1,800 conversations. Do you think if you opened 900 or 1,800 conversations in the next six months, your business, you have more applications? Yeah. Uh, yeah, without a freaking doubt, but we don't do it. It's the easiest thing you could do in your business without all the other fluff that comes with it. Now, there's certain strategies you could put in place to like make those opens more worthwhile. There's certain content you could put out there to make it more warm and fuzzy, but you don't need to do it. All of us have connections on LinkedIn. We have followers on Instagram. We have friends on Facebook. We have over a thousand easily. I have thousands and thousands and thousands. I can just keep reaching out all the time to people telling them what I do, right? And so you have this plan sitting in front of you for you to go get applications. But yeah, we don't do it. And most of us, I don't know if it's we're lazy or scared, right? We've become this age of where we need someone else to really do all the heavy lifting, give us all the steps. Okay, and they said this, and then they sent me a fist pump back. And what do I say after that? And then they said, have a good day. And I was like, oh, shit, what do I say now? They just said, have a nice day. Or they said, I might refer you business. Have a good weekend. Great, good reminder that you're in mortgages. I'll keep that in mind. Oh, shit, what do I say now? Like, that's where we're at. (laughs) That's where we're at, where we are not resourceful, right? All the answers for anything you want to do are all around us. Literally lying in front of you, breadcrumbs sitting there. You can eat very well on those breadcrumbs. Just piece them all together. So that's the the boot camps are running is we're helping with all that stuff. There's a lot of mindset issues we're helping. But here's the thing. I'm giving you the most basic plan that doesn't cost you a dollar, that only takes time, that you have enormous amounts of. And if you don't, then wake up earlier. Stop with the excuses already. Stop. I want you to do this. If you have your mortgage business and leads are a problem, which for 95% of us, leads are a problem. If your leads are drying up, you just need more, right? So you have a lead problem. Biggest problem in your business where you should spend 50% or more of your energy every day is solving your biggest problem in your business, which is leads. Leads cover up a lot of inefficiencies in your business. Leads give you a lot more swings at the play. It's a baseball reference, for those of you who don't know. Gives you a lot more cuts. Baseball reference. The best baseball hitters out there, the best of the best, hit 300. That means one out of every three and a half pitches they actually hit. Right? The best basketball players shoot like 40, 45%. They miss everything. The best in the world. 
right? Getting more shots just allows you to score more points and get more hits. So you need to get more shots, which means you need more leads. So you can screw up more in your discovery call and then eventually get better. So you can run them through your client journey and then you can survey them and try to find holes and plug the holes in the book. So you can then get more deals for your team to work on so you can get more reps for them so they can get better at their job and you can turn to a better coach for them. So lead solves all problems and then it just creates new problems and then you go solve those. But at least you got money in the bank account while you're doing it. So I just gave you a plan. You do five opens a day, non-negotiable, seven days a week, forever. And then eventually you do 10, 15, 20. And if you're not, but you're complaining about business, then you don't get it. So I want you to say this. I want you to go to whoever is important in your life that's relying on you for money. Is that your kids, your grandkids, your cousin, your wife, your husband, your significant other, whatever. Whoever is in your household that is relying on you on money for money. And if you're not where you want to be, I want you to imagine saying this then. Hey, you, whoever that is, I know how to go make money in mortgages. I have a very simple plan how to do it. It involves me doing 30 to 60 minutes of work every day. But I choose not to. And I don't want to do it because I'm lazy. Or it makes me uncomfortable. I'd rather be uncomfortable with no money in the bank account than actually like tell people what I do for a living on a voice memo. Right? Like we're cutting through here. It's like, come on, kids. Like we're better than this. We've gotten so soft so soft we are in sales and if you're still listening to podcasts good for you hopefully some of this resonated if you stop listening well i'll never know but it's kind of like look in the mirror time you've heard me say this a million times nobody's coming the lead fairy is not flying by dropping leads on your plate and if you want to hide behind email and you want to wait for your phone to ring, and you want to wait for that introduction through email, and you want to wait for your neighbor to think about you, to, to a coworker, to then introduce you through email so that you can get on and then bumble around and say, yeah, let's work together. And then two months later, they go to RBC because they have a better rate. Well, you need a hundred of those, right? So it doesn't matter. So all those are super crucial to you right now because you have one lead. You have seven leads. Go get 70. Then it won't matter. Go to RBC, fine. Then I'm going to learn how to adjust and how to combat that. But I need the leads. I need a pitcher throwing pitches. Right now, a lot of you are just sitting at the plate with a bat, but there's no one throwing the pitches. The pitcher's right over there. It's right there. Go get him. Or her. Go get them. It involves you doing five opens a day. And then you'll realize... If you just do your opens and that takes half hour and you're uncomfortable, well, mission accomplished. Good for you. You get a cookie. You're running a business and it's going to be uncomfortable. So good for you. You get a pat on the back for being an adult in a sales-based business. <laughs> crazy town, crazy town that we're not doing this. And we're not, we're not talking about this more, right? As an industry prospecting, prospecting, prospecting. And I don't care what you do. If it's phone calls, whatever. Not my jam. I wouldn't do it. But you can win doing it for sure. Do what you got to do to prospect. But Or go and tell the person who's relying on you for money in the bank account that you know what to do and how to do it, but you don't want to. 
right? I challenge you to do that. <laughs> I always say it is, and I heard this before and I've said it and I'm going to say it again. It's hard. Running a business is hard, but it's also hard to be poor. So which hard are you choosing? Consciously choosing on a whiteboard, poor hard, and then all the ripple effects of that. The look in the eyes from the person relying on you, where's the money? I don't like this. The family vacations you can't take. The quality of life you can't give. The waiting in lines for other health care because you don't have the money to push you to the front of the line. And then you complain about the lines. The not being able to eat healthy because the cost of groceries. If you have money in the bank, you're not complaining about the cost of groceries. You're sympathetic sympathizing oh my god sympathizing i hope i said that right with other people when they say it but deep down you're like like just, just fucking go make more money just go make more money we are in a uh aren't you in a commission-based business can't you like make unlimited money like just do hard things and work and do boring over and over again can't you just do that oh you don't want it okay okay okay, okay. yeah yeah strawberry so expensive so expensive strawberries oh my god yeah i'm with you girl i'm with you yeah keep going yeah yeah it's the government Woo! it's the government i told you we were going here today i have a cold we're going there there's a six on the clock on my end we're going there so or you can just be like no nah, i make more money i'm just gonna make money i made money because i do these simple things that no one else wants to do <laughs> so be that person uh, because if you're on the whiteboard and you have the poor side with all the hard choices that come, the ripple effects and all those things and all the complaining and all the complaints. And there's a reason I don't stay on and negotiate a better deal with Bell for two hours. I know I could go make more money doing opens and pay an extra $20 a month, whatever. Sure. Whatever. Am I going to grind that down? Like why for two hours of my life? Are you kidding me? I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to go make more money right? And make more money by doing opens and talking to more people and telling them what I could do. So all these things, or I can go the other side. And the other side of the hard things is sending voice memos. Da, da, da. 10 voice memos a day to people I'm connected with on social, <coughs> excuse me, or are in my phone. Americano break. That's a long one. So you decide. Right? Running a business is hard, but being poor is harder. Right? So sometimes you just need something like that, someone in front of you to just kind of smack you in the face a bit. This is me smacking you in the face with my Android. Yeah, it's an Android, not an Apple. I'm just going tush, tush, tush. Wake up. Because I don't want to tell the people that are relying on me that I know what to do. I know how to do it. But I choose not to. Because A, I've got an ego. B, I'm lazy. C, I just don't want it today. Instead, I'm going to cruise the internet. And I'm going to look into Facebook groups at people's questions and go look at the answers. Right? I told you we're going there. Uh, so there you go. That's it, kids. I wanted to bring that full circle. This kind of been weighing on my mind for a little bit. I just haven't had uh, the time to do this podcast. So I'm doing it today. And that's it. Hopefully you get something from it. If you get something from that, message me on Instagram. Send me or Facebook, whatever. Not LinkedIn. I'm not on there that much. I'm not on there. So don't do that. LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram. Send me an open. 
act as if I am a person you used to work with. Introduce yourself to me again. Tell me what you do and give me a compliment. Okay, give me an open. And guess what? I'm going to give you an open back. Oh, shit. To most of you. <laughs> there could be hundreds of these coming in. I won't be able to open it. But just do it. Okay, that's it, kids. Heading into Thanksgiving weekend. When you're listening to this, it'll be after Thanksgiving. So gobble, gobble. Ciao later. Peace out. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.